Martazzi, how's the form? How we doing? Uh, it's like the the post WrestleMania uh, WWE Raw. Um, Michael Cook, Colin Cronin, Brian O'Leary on the Irish NFL show Monday night week five review slash uh, Monday night football preview. Um, the day after the Giants upset the Packers. Um, in London in, in what was a great game Colm how are you doing sir first off are you doing, you doing good not too shabby at all Michael yeah I'm wishing it was obviously the uh, the Monday night after say uh, one of the, the big WWE events because that generally means something crazy uh, tends to, to happen and uh, obviously we have more news from the NFL today but I don't think any of it is a shock maybe like the big Monday night news like WWE style is Mark's going to turn up Brian is that is that a I think that's very far. Gee, that's far fetched, Michael. I think Mark will be showing up this evening. Mark is out. He's been declared out. Is that what you say? He's questionable to return. No, he's not. He's he's officially out, and he's certainly out this week's Monday night show. Great uh, old day yesterday. Really enjoyed your company as always. And uh, whether you're a Giants fan, a Packers fan, a fan of the league, we saw what I thought was a really great game. Probably one of the best games we've seen in London over the course of the last fifteen years. Great atmosphere. So we'll talk about yesterday in a wee sec. Um, if you're watching live, you can comment on YouTube and we'll go for the questions at the end of the broadcast. See the crack. Obviously, folks, presented by Cassidy Travel, Ireland's number one Cassidy Travel, Ireland's number one travel agents. Uh, check out the link in the bio. Also, check out the link for NFL Game Pass in the bio as well, where you can watch loads of games that aren't blacked out, including uh, the final London game, which is the Jags at the Broncos, which is also on Irish TV at the end of the month. But obviously, a big welcome to everyone. We're going to jump on the news, which came out today at about three or four o'clock and just bear with us tonight because it's um an interesting broadcast just i think we're all a wee bit wrecked these boys only had a drive five minutes last night to get home and this boy here ended up missing the turn off for armagh and ended up near Banbridge. anywho a guy in a worse position at the minute column well not really is matt rule he got fired last night uh, fired today sorry after last night's performance against the 49ers and there's a couple of elements to this that I want to talk about first off I was watching I put Game Pass on in the car on the way back and only listened to the audio before anybody tries to pull me up on it with the cameras in the M1 um, but that game against the, the Niners was pretty much over at that point I thought they would have given them a few more weeks I, I just think it's week, week 5 seems a wee bit early and it I've seen that he's getting this at 800,000 dollars minimum for the next 48 months is that a is that something that surprises you that the panthers with all that money just thought yeah let's get matt rule they gave him 60 million a 60 million deal and now he's gone do you think it's the right decision by the franchise yes yes it's uh, to me it's overdue um he a man a man out of his depth for a long time i I feel and clearly a very good college coach but the transition from college to the nfl you know there there's very few managed to do to do it successfully um you've got to go back a long way harbaugh obviously won um you know uh, conference title went to the Super Bowl um, but the vast majority of guys that come over from directly from the college game to become head coaches struggle and Matt Rule certainly has and you know not helped by obviously the, the QB 
situation in some ways, but um, you know, equally, we'll probably get to talk about the NFC East and the way in which the teams there are, are making the the most of um, their QB situations. So, to to me, I, I think obviously th- this is an interesting one because the Giants were, uh, you know, very interested in Matt Rule at the time. David Tepper, with his money, uh, went out and, and camped out uh, down in Texas and secured him. He was seen, obviously, as a guy who could rebuild the, the program, but it never got off the ground. He fired his offensive coordinator, um, but never, ever in, enjoyed success. I would love to, you know, be told to, um, you know, pack up my office and be paid Forty million for sitting at home on the couch. I, I, I think he be interesting to see if he takes any time out. But he's going to be, you know, in in a college job if he wants it. He is a very successful college coach. But I think his time uh, at, at the NFL level is uh, over. Brian, let's not talk just yet on terms of replacements, but even just your reaction to the news that the Panthers have fired Matt Rule. Is the GM trying to save his bacon, even though the baker? is in trouble for a couple of weeks with an injury. That was a really, really poor game yesterday. I watched the end of it. It doesn't surprise me with Baker Mayfield. Michael, I've made my feelings very clear on this show for the past 18 months, two years. That he, for me, he's not the NFL, NFL level. They've been taking a punt, they've taken a flyer, hoping that he would come back to his form, which he saw and we saw initially when he went to Browns, hasn't materialised. I, I do agree with Colin, it was inevitable that it was going to happen. And um, now I think the timing is, is quite right because whilst they probably won't have a great season, there's still an opportunity to turn things around, to have a reasonably good season. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, three quarterbacks that that's Matt Rule's had to play with. I mean, he hasn't been dealt a good hand. Like Scott Fitter, the GM, that's the guy that's brought all these quarterbacks in. And his name doesn't seem to be up in lights in terms of someone that they're looking to move away from. So that, to me, is a little bit of a surprise. Maybe he'll see the door, or be shown the door. Come the end of the season, I was reflecting... Think about it this evening. If you know, and I'm not saying Justin Fields is the answer, but sometimes the quarterback goes into a better, a better organization with a better situation, and they might be a bit more successful. They picked J.C. Horn in the eighth pick of the 2021 draft, when everybody felt that Justin Fields could be a potential uh, quarterback in, in play there. Like, should they have not? Would that have saved his job? I mean, he's been dealt a bit of a bad hand defensively. They've been good, but defensively, he can only keep you engaged for so long. We saw it last night. They couldn't, and, just, and McCaffrey's had. Injuries. I mean, there's just so many things that have gone against him, unfortunately, but it was inevitable. And uh, the contract, the contract, you know, it, there was the contract was given to stop him going to the Giants at the time. Colin was right, it was Matt Rule or Joe Judge, and it looked like Matt Rule was due to fly up that day to New York. And Tepper stepped in with the big contract, and, and that was it. But inevitable. Um, I also see Steve Wilkes is going to take over. So, he, a lot of Cardinals fans, there might be a difference of opinion on this, felt that he should have been given more time than the one year in Arizona. He has an opportunity now to rebuild his career as a head coach albeit maybe for a small period of time but it's certainly an opportunity to try win the new win the owner over and get the job full-time in the long run Colin the, the New Orleans Saints have the rights to Sean Payton's contract for the next two seasons until 2024 I'm not even going to speculate that Sean Payton would take over and especially when you've got a divisional rival there with the Carolina Panthers do you see any sort of short term or somebody that fits in immediately for that job? Your favourite, maybe Vic Fangio, is, is available. I know he's currently helping the Eagles and that's helping them out at the minute, which we'll talk about in a bit. But uh, I can't think of someone that stands out right now. And obviously Colin mentioned Steve Walks there. 
I, I don't think they'll go for perhaps a, a quick appointment. You, you know, look, Sean Payton is obviously the going to probably be the, the standout candidate for anyone. But uh, deprying him from the, the Saints is going to be, uh, you know, what, what exactly are they going to look for? I think that the most immediate thing for the Panthers is whether there will be a fire sale on some of their players because this is the team who um, have, I think, is it three or four picks in next year's draft? And so they they need to acquire some draft capital. Already been talked today that they're receiving calls for DJ Moore, for Brian Burns, and that that is something that they might look to do. I would imagine they're probably going to, to take stock um, and, and see uh, I, I can't imagine the Tepper is going to want to rush into an appointment unless, you know, um, Sean Payton makes it clear that this is what he wants. But I think uh, Sean Payton might well sit on his hands because I think he will have his choice of uh, jobs. And we all know that very few teams decide to make a move during the season. It's usually at the end of the season when teams obviously move on from their head coaches. So I imagine somebody like Sean Payton is going to wait to see what other opportunities may emerge before deciding what he might do. What's your thoughts, Brian, on this possible replacement or the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers? Um, I agree with Colin, but I'd put another little bit of a slant on it. Um, there'll be head coaches come January that will be shown the door elsewhere for one reason or another who are probably very good coaches in the league. We saw Brian Flores, for example. It was a surprise at the time, obviously, as teams have played out in Miami, it's, it's become a bit more transparent around. There was a clear disconnect between him and the, and the ownership. But a coach like him or someone else in the league who people won't expect to be shown the door at the end of the season will be inevitable because that's Black Monday in the NFL and they may look at this and go, there's no point in going in and getting a coach now when there's someone there who's had head coaching experience, we can rely on him for the remainder of the season and see where we're at come January when the likelihood is to be six or seven um, coaches available and Sean Payton is going to be in the, the half for every job. I don't think Sean Payton would go near this job, to be honest. I think it's too much of a rebuild. Sean, I think he'd be looking for someone who would, sorry, looking for a team that would be in a prime for a real run, you know, in terms of having a strong season next year. And that's why I don't think he'd be. And then again, it's the divisional factor for me. It's a non-runner. Can't see him in Carolina at all. I can't see him in Carolina either. And I personally think that the GM will be out by the end of the year as well. Um, just not good to watch. It's funny because they had a few glimmers at the start of the season where, okay, okay people thought there would be a, people thought that they may have a slight chance, especially in the division that they were in. There was a lot of question marks around the other teams. But it hasn't happened. It's not going to happen. And that's why I was surprised. I thought they were going to give it a few more weeks. But that is our uh, reaction, I guess. And there was a lot of Panthers fans, a lot of fans in that division in Ireland that are maybe either not surprised or surprised by this news. So that is our reaction to the firing this afternoon of Matt Rule, who will most likely get a 80 or 90 million dollar I'm only joking he'll get a decent deal in college football and he'll be happy enough and he'll probably laugh all the way to the bank and never come back into the NFL 